Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. This is all awesome. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> wow, that is incredible, man. It's yeah, like, good lord. I, I feel special. Are we celebrities or something? Here? Uh, so, yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, this new we're using a new service called StreamYard, which is just rocking. We're not affiliates or anything, but it's super cool that our, our marketing team, we've got an entire team behind us um, who's putting this on, right? We, Dude. we, we wouldn't be able to pull this off on our own. No, no. And, uh, what's really cool though, is what y'all don't see before this actually goes live is there's actually like this countdown, right? So it's like you, you feel like you're about to go on TV, um, which is kind of cool. So anyway, welcome fellow vets, uh, Brian Reese here coming at you with VA Claims Insider. I've got, uh, the world famous Richard Shaminsky. Air I'm Force excited to be here. Veteran, veteran master coach. He's been uh, he's been with us from the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, well over three years now. Um, and this dude knows so much about VA disability compensation claims; it's insane. So we're I'm really blessed, Rich, to to have you here today to talk about chronic pain syndrome, somatic symptom disorder. Um, so thank you, man. If you want to give anybody no. a shout out. Yeah, this is huge. Like this is um, this personally, you know, affects me on a daily basis. This is uh, something I, I'm filed for. I'm service connected for. And um, thank you, Brian, for giving me the opportunity to be here and give me opportunity to really um, to, you know, to help veterans. Right. I mean, this is our passion. This is what we love to do. Right. VA Claims Insider. We are the, you know, premier education based resource out there for veterans. Right. And so we're there and we want we want to help. We want to help all veterans, right? That's what we do. That's what our passion is, and I'm excited. Everyone is here. Please join if you, if you have any thoughts about chronic pain, you have feelings about chronic pain, you think you have chronic pain. Please, you know, jump on, learn more about this, right? Learn more about it. And again, you're talking to two, you know, two experts here are going to help you. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's so important. We we talk a lot here daily about why we do what we do right? Why we do what we do. Well, the why, that's your belief. That's your purpose. And and let me be clear about something. Many of you are either in business, you work for businesses. Money is not a purpose. Okay. Money's, money's not a belief. It's always a result. And so when we approach our work and our craft and our profession every single day, it's from the heart out, And what that means is we're thinking about you understanding how do we meet you wherever you are, right? Because we believe our purpose is we believe many veterans are stuck, frustrated, and underrated, right? They don't know where to start. You tell yourself you don't deserve benefits. Um, And we shatter all of that, right? We shatter all of those myths. We break it down and say, no, you do 
deserve benefits. You served, you deserve. Okay. Own that. And, and we'll give you permission. Exactly. Um, and then the other reason that I think vets are stuck, frustrated, and underrated, Rich, is they just don't know how to do it. And when they start thinking about VA benefits, you kind of immediately cringe and seize up and the anxiety happens. And it's like, I, I don't even, I don't even want to go there. Like I'm, I'm unwilling to learn. I'm too busy. I got too much going on. I'm just going to screw it up again. I've already been denied. The VA doesn't care, right? I don't know where to start. And so look, what we do is we give you permission. We say, let's go. You do deserve benefits. Okay. You served, you deserve. And on top of that, then we welcome you in to the world's largest community of veterans helping veterans worldwide. And that's what it is. It's a vibrant community. It's a viral movement. Okay. Why is it a movement? Because of you, because of y'all who are insiders now who come to these lives. We do you're commenting on Facebook and YouTube. You're sharing the message of the insider movement with fellow vets around the world. Um, we couldn't do this without you. Okay, that's that's what makes this a movement. It's what makes it so special. Um, and it's, it is an absolute honor to serve you. Okay, so again, thank you for being here today. Um, Rich, before we jump into this, though, uh, for any fellow vets who are watching uh, right now live on, on Facebook, please jump into the comment section. Tell us where you're dialing in from. Tell us your branch of service. We want to recognize you. Um, as well as your years of service. Uh, and by the way, you can be asking questions throughout today's live. Okay, now we've got some teammates, some fellow vets on that will help answer your questions live in real time. Rich and I are also going to take your questions toward the end. Okay, so we're going to go about an hour or so, um, maybe a little bit less. We're going to do some high value teaching, training, education. We're going to equip you. We're going to inspire you. We're going to share some freaking war stories, right? We've been in the trenches, Rich. Huh? We've, we've taken that some we grenades. Have. We've taken some grenades personally, professionally, <laughs> helping thousands and thousands of disabled veterans through this convoluted mess, red tape of a process called the VA claim process. But folks, Today, we are talking about a high-value secondary VA disability claim called somatic symptom disorder, okay? It used to be called chronic pain syndrome, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the distinction and maybe why that change was made, but we're going to talk about what somatoform disorders are, maybe what some of the markers are, just for you to start thinking about, um, and then we're really going to start talking about strategy so that you can understand if you qualify for this high value mental health claim. I'm going to say that again. If you qualify for this high value mental health claim, because that's what it is. It's a it's a mental health claim. Um, and so, Rich, though, before I go, I go to you, man, I just want to do a real quick disclaimer. OK. Neither Richard nor I, um, nor anybody associated with the VA Claims Insider team from the education standpoint, we're not doctors, okay? We're not medical professionals. And so we're going to talk some medical lingo today, um, but please understand that it's for educational and informational purposes only, okay? It is not medical advice. Uh, neither Rich nor I, nor anyone associated with VACI, we're not attorneys, 
We're not accredited agents, okay? So nothing we talk about today is legal advice in any way. It's our opinions, okay? That's all. So Rich, without further ado, my brother, I'm gonna turn it over to you to start talking about how you file a high value VA disability claim for chronic pain syndrome. This is a great this is a great topic, and I'm really excited to you know to be on here talk talking about this because again, chronic play chronic pain plays a major part in my life, right? And chronic pain, so a little bit about myself. I'm actually, you know, I have lo- I have degenerative disc disease in my lower back, you know, multiple herniated discs, multiple nerve damage, you know. Pretty much, you know, I can't run at 35 years old. I was told I was never going to run again in my life, period. Okay. And so they automatically, I can't lift my kid. I can't do a lot of things in my life. And so, um, and so how did chronic pain come into this? How did I end up getting a rating for chronic pain? The simple fact is that my back, it only, I only got 20% from my back, but what my back did to my life, how it affected me mentally is how I actually ended up with my rating for, uh, for chronic pain. Okay. So what I, what I want everyone to hear is to think about is, you know, chronic pain is a secondary condition. What that means is that your primary disability is the, your primary disability is actually the cause of your secondary disability. There's a difference here. And the fact is that chronic pain is not direct, direct service connection. What do I mean by direct service connection? Okay. Direct service connection means it happened in the military. There's an, you know, there's an event, something in your records to tie it to, right? There's, you know, you have to have an event you have to tie it to, and you have to go ahead and you have to have those, those, that nexus and things like that in there. I know I'm, I'm saying a lot, um, but what I wanted to hone in on here is, <clears throat> is a lifestyle impact claim, chronic pain claim, you know, somatic symptom disorder claim is really about how your primary disabilities are affecting your life today. Now, trust me, I've seen someone, it does not matter the actual rating of your primary disability. Okay. I've seen someone with a 0% get an actual, you know, get a pretty decent, you know, mental health rating based on somatic symptom disorder. So, what I want you to do is to first look at, right, this is the first thing you have to do is, is in order to file a, a, a chronic pain claim, you have to be first service connected with, with something, okay? You have to be service connected with something, whether it be tinnitus, whether it be, you know, just something. You have to start there, right? That is step one. What do you think about that, Brian? Would you agree with that? Yeah, so that that, that is your step 100%. one. Yep. Your step one is you have to go ahead and you have to have, you know, diagnosis. Now it could be your knees, right? I know some of the more common disabilities that a lot of veterans have are tinnitus, you know, lower back, your knees, your joints, you know, it's, it's physical, right? You're doing a lot of physical activities. And so how do your knees affect your ability to work? How do your knees affect your ability with your family? How do they affect relationships? How do your knees affect you mentally. Okay. This is where you're going to have to get vulnerable. You're going to have to get deep. Okay. And again, this is why I highly recommend anyone out there sign up for the VA Claims Insider Elite program. You're going to want a coach. You're going to want an ally in this fight because it's, it's a tough journey. Like, you know, Brian and myself, okay, we've lost claims. There's no doubt we have lost claims. Like we, we were at, and we know what we're talking about and we still lose claims. Okay. But you know what we do? We, we take that knowledge and we pass it on to other veterans so that we're hoping that you don't lose your claim. We're going to pass this on, this knowledge, and so that you have it. I you know, you know, know The sad truth is I was underrated for almost 10 years. And if you look at how much it cost me personally, it cost me $390,000, okay, because I was given bad advice, 
Okay, I trusted the wrong people. There's so much bad advice out there. It's really sad. It's really sad when you look at it. The bad advice is out there. You search the internet. You search out there on YouTube, and you'll you'll see for one condition ten different things. Right? That is why you need us. That's why you need VA Claims Insider. That's why you need to go ahead and sign up now. Get a coach. Talk to a coach. They're going to help you out. You're going to get a personalized strategy. Just like that, just like that sleep number bed, you know, you get your own number. You're going to get a personalized strategy that they're going to they're going to help you throughout this entire process. You get access to classes every single day, right? You are joining a community of veterans that want to help you. Okay, they want to help you in this journey. You really have nothing to lose, right? And so again, a lot of people don't realize. Rich, you know, I, I only got 10% from my knees. I wasn't really, you know, in combat. I didn't really do too much in the military, you know, and I got out. But my knees, I can't work because of my knees. And, you know, they said I can only get like 20% for your knees. This is why you need us, okay? This is why you need VA Claims Decider to help guide you and say, hey, have you thought about chronic pain? Okay, what, have your, what are your knees doing to your life with your family? You know, can you still do that manual labor job? Okay, and it's going to be tough because you're going to have to write a really good personal statement. You're going to have to have buddy letters. You're going to have to have a full psychiatric eval. Like you're going to have to have evidence to really win this claim, to really go forward with it. That's where we come into play, and that is our expertise, right? Now, I love it. Yeah, go ahead. I love it. Thank, thank you, Rich. Look, man, I, I just I wanted to do um, – I see some questions in the background of people are like, hey, where do I, where do I start with this claim? This, this secondary chronic pain. And so I wanted to just jump in and address a couple things. So what I think, and again, I think you should join the community. Okay, you can go to vaclaimsinsider.com and you can click the start free here, right? And complete the three-step intake. You are literally going to hear from a trained, educated fellow disabled veteran who's an expert trained in our process here at VA Claims Insider they're going to reach out to you for a strategy session with you literally within about 15 minutes. It happens that fast. Okay. So again, go to www.vaclaimsinsider.com. Click the button there on the page that says start here, complete the three-step intake. Okay. There's also a ton of free resources there. There's some high value digital downloads at the top of the page on the menu. There's a webinar training. We've got a blog. We're posting incredible high value education-based content on our blog each week. Um, and it's all free. Okay. Again, so we're doing that for y'all to really help you and to empower you. Um, so to answer that question though, about where do I start if I think I might have this claim, I think you need to start by doing like a head to toe inventory of your body and your mental health. You need to kind of literally go from the top of your head down to your toes and address your physical and mental symptoms. Okay, what are you dealing with? And once you've done that, and once you've logged into your VA.gov or eBenefits account, you can go look at what you're already rated for and what you're already service connected for. And then I really want you to start thinking about, do you have excessive thoughts, feelings, behaviors, relating to your physical symptoms, your impairment, okay, impairment of mind or body, that's causing significant occupational and social impairment, and it's negatively affecting your work, your life, 
your social functioning. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. I want you to take a head-to-toe inventory, and I want you to write down where you're having pain. Is it from a service-connected disability, or is it from something else? Have you gained a bunch of weight because of your service-connected physical disabilities or mental disabilities, right? A lot of times they go hand in hand. But if so, I want you to write down if those things, you're, you're just constantly focused on them. And that constant focus has literally led to you becoming disabled with a mental health condition. Okay, again, I want you to, to just think about that. And when I talk about a mental health condition, that can be everything, uh, the same symptoms that somebody might have for PTSD, for you know major depressive disorder, for generalized anxiety disorder. You might have a lot of the same mental symptoms related to your physical disabilities. Okay, and those can be things like, again, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, anger, um, insomnia, uh, obsessive compulsive type rituals, memory loss, um, forgetting things, short-term, long-term loss. Um, there's a whole host of mental health symptoms uh, to include over and above what's actually posted uh, in CFR. Uh, 38 part four. Okay. Which by the way, if you don't know what that is, here's the number one hack I want you to walk away with today. Write down CFR 38 part four, the schedule for rating disabilities. That is the guiding governing law. It's statute that determines all disability compensation benefits. It lists all the, the, uh, the symptoms it lists the conditions, it lists the ratings, um, and you need to know that stuff, right? You need to be armed with the right information. And if you're armed with the right information, guess what happens? That information can turn into knowledge, and that knowledge turns into action. And this is your action moment, okay? One thing I have learned, Rich, and I know you've learned this too, nothing in life is handed to you. Nothing in life is going to be given to you. You have to reach out and go get it. Nobody from the VA is just going to call you one day and say, hey, you know, I was just thinking about you this morning and I really think you should put in an application for disability benefits, <laughs> you know, and I, and I really think you've got this, this and this. Like, guess what? If you're waiting around for that call, it ain't happening. Heck no, you that calls never. You have to take action. Okay, and I hope that this serves as your catalyst. This is your action moment. Okay, back to you, brother. And why not now? Right, it's a simple question. Why yeah. not now? It's a three-step process. Literally, you can be yeah. talking to a coach in 15, 20 minutes, whatever your schedule looks like. I mean, why not now? You have nothing to lose. You have absolutely nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain, right? So I 100% agree with Brian here. Like, you have to go in there with education. You have to go in there with knowledge. Or, I mean, it's not going to happen. They're not going to call you and say, well, it looks like your knees have gotten a lot worse. We're going to go ahead and raise you up. No, no, that's <clears throat> that's never going to happen. Okay, so again, go in there educated. Trust in your fellow disabled veterans. Again, we've been through this process. The majority of us have been through this process. We've lost. We've won claims. We, we, we know the process, right, guys? We live this every day. This is our passion. You're never going to find a, a group of more passionate people than here at VA Claims Insider. Okay, this is what these are 
this is what we do, right? This is what we dedicate our life to, right? Chronic pain, real quick. It's a secondary condition. I want to get dispel some myths here real quick. Do you need your in-service medical records to file a chronic pain claim? The answer to that is no. Okay, you do not need, so do not let records hold you back. If you don't have your records, go ahead and get signed up right now. VA Claims Insider, you know, sign up right now. It's a three-step process. Go ahead and get signed up, okay? Trying to think of some other, you know, you know, some other ways that it's going to affect. Now, if you already have a mental health rating, if you're already rated for, say, PTSD at a high rating, then chronic pain claim may not be for you. Okay, I'm just, you know, th th those are going to be some of the reasons that you're not going to be able to file. If you already have a mental health rating, you cannot get another mental health rating. Okay, but I'm still going to encourage you to look at apply to go ahead and get signed up because there are other conditions that you may be eligible for secondaries that you may not even realize sleep apnea chronic pain syndrome. Okay, these yep. are uh, irritable bowel syndrome. These are high value claims. GERD. GERD, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, just think about the medications. Like, you know, say if you're like myself, you have lower back pain, or if you have chronic pain in general, you probably take an anti-inflammatory and a painkiller every single day, right? Think about what that does. Think about the side effects, right? The, 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 the side effects, you know, is it irritable bowel syndrome? Is it, um, you know, is it migraines? Things like that. Again, this is why you need an education resource because I've done, I, I've done it. I've looked out there on the internet. I've searched YouTube. There's so much misinformation out there, and it will cost you literally thousands of dollars trusting in the wrong people. I've been there. We've been there. Yeah. Trust us. Yep. That <laughs> is so, so true. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about chronic pain syndrome, somatic symptom disorder. Almost anything in the human body can be connected to something else. Okay, so again, when I kind of run through that head-to-toe inventory of your, of your body – I want you to think about your physical issues and limitations and pain. And then I want you to think about your mental issues, limitations. Okay. And write those things down. Like if you want to, want to draw a stick figure of a body on a sheet of paper and start circling like, yeah, my head hurts. My ears are ringing. You know, my jaw, I got a jacked up jaw that happened in a training accident. I've got a deviated septum. All right, here, I'll talk about that real quick. So if you look at my nose, this happened to me while I was a cadet at the Air Force Academy. I've broken my nose a number of times, and my nose is now off-centered. Well, I was telling Rich behind the scenes before we came live, I just figured out about two weeks ago that I can't even breathe out of one of my nostrils. Like, it doesn't get airflow because my septum is off-centered. It's deviated. Okay, there's there's a surgery for that. Um, and it's something I might be looking into. So who knows? You may see me with a new nose someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right on, my friend. So yeah, so again, th these are resources. When you're thinking about chronic pain, and, and again, you have to have the, ke the coaching, the education, because it could be something simple as an ankle. It could be something simple as, you know, maybe it's sleep apnea. You know, maybe sleep apnea affects you. And, you know, migraines is a big one, right? Yeah. Migraines, migraines we see often, you know, because migraines, they can take you out for days at a time, right? So, again, yep. get with a coach. 
Get with the education resource. I mean, we have classes every single day, okay? There's not one day. It's seven days a week. You jump on. There's a calendar. Not only do you get your own coach, you get all the coaches, okay? You get all the coaches in a, in a, in a, in a calendar. You can jump on. You can learn from everybody, right? And, again, we want to build that community. There's some clients that we have that they jump on, you know, two, three times a week, even though their claims are finished, just to yeah. be there to help someone else because yeah. they, they know the process. It has ups and downs, right? Yeah. It has ups and downs. Some, you may lose your claim. You got to file high level review. You win your claim and then you file. It's during these pitfalls. You need to rely on your fellow veterans to help guide you through this process and keep pushing you to get what you deserve because no one else will. Okay. And then you're going to go ahead and, you know, there's, there's other resources out there, but you know, you have to look at, just so much and there's so much on the line again i lost 390k because i for 10 years um i took the bad advice and it it, yeah and it it cost me a lot and i learned a lot and i'm grateful as always and i i learned a lot and it really it turned it's what led me here right to realize that man Hmm. we could do better as fellow veterans we could do better and that's why we're here VA Clemson Signer. So um, again, thank you, Brian, for this opportunity to help fellow veterans. I love every day. Thank you, brother. Thank you for everything you've done and everything you're continuing to do. Um, Wouldn't, wouldn't be in this position without, without what you've done. And so thank you. Um, I saw a comment in the background. Somebody asked, do you think that the VA is trying to make us lose? Um, I, I don't think that the VA is trying to screw veterans. Um, we've actually seen quite a transformation in the VA. Um, they've up-leveled in so many ways from IT, security, the speed at which claims are being processed, the ease of access now if you disagree um, with the appeals modernization. CNP exams are happening sometimes within days of claim submission. I mean, there's the VA, I think, has done a lot of things right to help veterans and to up-level and address some of the systemic bureaucratic problems they've suffered from for years. So I don't think it's that the VA wants you to lose. I don't think it's anything intentional. What I do think is the human error element is huge and rampant. I mean, sometimes your claim decision can really depend on whose desks it, it it drops on, right? Which regional office and whose desk did it drop on and what kind of a day is the raider having? Which I know might sound crazy, but this is a very human process on the raider side and humans make mistakes, right? So human beings might make an error. So that happens a lot. The other thing I would say is, again, I don't think it's that the VA is trying to make you lose, I think they just have no idea how they should go about educating veterans and their families to arm you with the information you need to get what you deserve. That's not the business that they're in, right? They're not in the business to educate, train, and equip you to get the benefits you deserve. They're there to serve as the gatekeeper, right? So it takes an organization like ours in a movement of veterans helping veterans worldwide, it takes that community aspect for us to launch you so that you get what you deserve in less time. And guess what? We're going to hold you accountable. Okay. 
if there's one thing I learned in life, human beings are terrible at following through. We procrastinate. We waste time and energy. We dilly-dally. We, we start something and we don't finish it. A lot of what we do is driven by accountability. And that's really what your coach and your mastermind cohort is going to help you with. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, other people are doing this too. I'm going to do it. And think of fitness, right? How much more motivated are you to go to the gym if you know your buddy is also going to be there at the same bad time, same bad channel, ready for you to work out together? Okay. How much more motivated are you going to be if you've got some kind of an app on your phone that reminds you of your daily workouts or your daily sessions, right? You're much more likely to work out. That's why we see all of these communities and memberships forming around different products and services, right? Because accountability drives results. And that's what we want for you. We want to celebrate life change, but we can't help you if you don't come in here, right? We can, we can equip you. We can share the knowledge, but we know you're still probably not going to take action on your own. And, or if you do, you're going to screw it up, right? And Rich already shared, unfortunately, what can happen. 10 years of not having what he deserved, $390,000 lost. I had not what I deserved for about six years, which was about $100,000 of tax-free benefits uh, and compensation lost. I know that there's veterans probably hearing my voice right now, Rich, who have lost well over a million dollars. And and that, that makes me sick. And I'm sure you already know that, but you're hearing us talk and you're like, yeah, I, I, I got it. Now what do I do? Okay. Well, the first step is join the program. Join the community, get your butt in here. We're going to teach, train, equip, and launch you. And then we're going to hold you accountable. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to win your claim. You're going to service connect conditions. You're going to get the rating you deserve in less time. And then we launch you because now you're our biggest ambassador. So so now you're out there telling people like, I I know I was scared. I didn't know if this was going to work. And then I connected with a coach in minutes. And and then I got all these extra resources and holy crap. Now I'm now look what happened now. And then you're probably going to message us and say, how do I work with you guys? Like, I want to be on the insider team. That's, that's the part rich that I love about this is my favorite folks who come into the insider community who now work with us are the ones who are our former clients, hands down. Yes, hands agree, down. agree, agree, hundred percent. Like you know, we have a coach on our team, Miranda. She she gives homework to clients, right? As soon as you come on, hey, this is your homework. You got to work on those personal statements. You got to work on those buddy letters. You got to go ahead and attend these. Um, um, uh, you, you got to go ahead and attend these sessions. I mean, um, and that's hundred percent accountability is is what we strive for. Because again. After you're done, our goal here is for you to educate other veterans, right? There are, again, there's so much misinformation out there, especially about secondary conditions like SSD, right? No one even knows most of the time that you can apply a secondary to a secondary condition, right? For example, for example, for me, I'm service connected for my back. Underneath my back, I'm service connected for um, SSD. Underneath SSD, I'm service connected for um, sleep apnea. So I go three levels deep. 
Okay, you can you can do that too. You just have to have the right education, the right medical information, the right evidence, you know, the right personal statement. You got a lot, you got a lot you have to go for. So again, um, chronic pain really, you know, like Brian said, take a head to toe look. Okay, go into it. Um, but really what I'm gonna encourage you to do is is not to go about this process by yourself and really to sign up for the VA Claims Insider Elite program so that you have a coach because it'll eat at you. You'll be looking online, you'll search everywhere, you'll search for days, weeks, and then you'll just you'll go down so many different rabbit holes that'll waste your time. And if you have a mental health disability like I do, like we do, it's gonna eat at you and it's gonna make it a lot worse. Okay. So definitely, definitely sign up for the elite program ASAP. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Rich. So let's, I want to go back to chronic pain here so we can wrap this up and then we'll do some questions. So I know we've got Eric behind the scenes from our marketing team helping us out. We've got Mary in the chat. We've got a number of other team members on. Thank you all. We really appreciate it. I mean, we, we couldn't do this. Uh, without your support. Um, and a special thanks, of course, to you, fellow disabled veterans. We wouldn't be here without you. Okay, so thank you. Um, so let's wrap up the, the somatic symptom disorder. You, you've got to have a diagnosis. Okay, for all VA disability claims, you must have a medical diagnosis documented somewhere. That might be in service treatment records, that might be in VA medical records, or it, it could be in any private records if you see a private provider or utilize private insurance. Okay, so that's the first key part. The second key part, and Rich touched on it briefly, is something called the nexus. And it's like this mythological creature, right? Everybody's like, the nexus, right? Nexus means link. Nexus means connection. That's all it means. So in VA disability speak, what it means is there must be a logical link or connection between the disability you're claiming and your active duty military service, right? Or a logical link or connection to another service-connected disability in your body. Okay, that would be the secondary service connection piece that we've touched on today. Okay, so that's part two. Part one, medical diagnosis. Part two, what is the nexus? Are you going for direct service connection? Are you going for secondary service connection? Are you going for presumptive service connection? Is it secondary service connection by aggravation? Again, we don't have time today to dive into all those, but that's the kind of stuff we talk about in depth inside of our high-value education-based resource programs. Okay, so again, get your butt inside of VA Claims Insider Elite. You can go to vaclaimsinsider.com, sign up right there. You'll also see a link. Uh, scrolling across the bottom of the screen, um, especially if you're watching the recording on YouTube. Okay, welcome to you as well. So that's part two is the nexus. Part three, severity of symptoms. Do you or do you not have persistent and reoccurring symptoms of that disability into the present day? Okay, and if, if the answer is yes, that you do, you need to start thinking about how severe they are and how those symptoms negatively impact your work, your life, and your social functioning. That's it. it. It takes those three things. It's that simple, but it's not easy. Okay, I'll say that again. No, no. Simple, but not easy. Again, that's what we help you do. We cut through the red tape. 
We break through all the BS and jargon. We cook up a personal individual strategy for what you really need for your situation because everybody's situation is different, right? My disability compensation claim is very different than Richard's, right? We have, we have very different symptoms. We have very different conditions. There's no standard. Everyone is not the yeah. same. There is no – just because there's so many different combinations of disabilities, everyone had a different experience in the military, this yeah. is why you need the personalized strategy because if you don't have the personalized strategy, again, you could be losing out and uh, who knows what rabbit hole you could go down and then you end up in the appeals for years and years, right? You don't want to end up there. Uh, although they did – I agree with Brian. They did actually improve the appeals appeals program. The VA has done a lot of good lately, right? This So real quick, this is my number one hack, right? I know Brian threw his number one hack. This is my number one hack, right? Now, my number one hack, Brian talked about you know uh, chronicity basically you know how long do, how long has that pain and stuff been persistent in your life right and what i do is oftentimes i go to my healthy vet i use a, i use the secure messenger portal right and what do i do that for right i do that because that's how i communicate with my doctors right getting on the phone and trying to get a hold of them is crazy but also what it does whenever you get on the phone you try to call someone you ask for say medication or to be looked at or something along those lines you leave it up to them as to what's annotated in your in your medical records. If you use the secure messenger portal, you dictate what's annotated in your medical records because that's automatically going to be uploaded into yeah. your VA medical records. So please, my number one hack here, use the secure messenger portal on myhealthyvet.com. That is your friend. That's fantastic. I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's a total game changer. And because hardly anybody uses it, you get almost instant access to your doctors. I mean, for example, I just talked to you about um, the deviated septum. I sent a message yesterday to my primary care doctor and said, I need to come in. We already did a virtual video appointment. This requires a physical examination, right? We're going to talk about maybe there's some surgery options, et cetera. Well, some, some things aren't right for telemedicine. Telemedicine's great. I'm all about it. Sometimes, though, you need to actually go see the doctor. So I could have called the VA hotline and waited for an hour to talk to somebody or leave a message with a nurse, right? Or I can get right on the, the basically the instant messenger feature, send a note to my primary care team and say, hey, I, I, I would really appreciate it. I need, a, I need an appointment. And I got a call back within like 30 minutes, right, from the actual nurse of my primary care team. The appointment's set up, and I'm actually going in today. I'm going in today for the in-person physical appointment to have a look at my deviated septum. Okay, so look, the, the messenger uh, is no joke on my healthy vet. It's secure. It's all HIPAA compliant. Uh, amazing. 24 hours or less has been my response time, and I send – I send probably two to three messages, uh, two to three, you know, messages a week to uh, to my doctors, letting them know the current state of my disabilities. Hey, I have this going on. I have that going on. What's going on? I'm on a whole list of medications, as we all probably are as veterans, disabled veterans, and um, and trying to, you know, keep track of those and stuff like that. But I can say I agree with Brian. They have been very responsive to that. And um, and again, I think it's because they're tracked somewhat on the back end to see the response time. Um, but yes, please use that that is my number one hack you know and then um it really sets it up nicely if you're trying to you know get another appointment or stuff like that they must they, they respond quickly so i agree awesome stuff 
Good stuff, Rich. Hey, man. So this was this was great. Again, thank you for coming on. I know there's a million things you could do. Um, Rich is an incredible human being, by the way. Fellow disabled vet has thank a you. huge has a huge heart to serve y'all. Um, he's a father of four boys. He's a husband. He's a leader. And so, man, it's it's been a pleasure to serve with you. And so, thank you for jumping on and taking time today. Um, let's. What I want to do now, though, Rich, is let's turn it over to some of the Q and A. So yeah. if you're hearing us right now, oh, there we go. We've already got oh, a right. Look so, at that people in the background. Just working. You know As my wife would tell me, Brian, sometimes you need to just shut your mouth. So I'm going <laughs> to shut up and I'm going to let Rich do this one. Let's see here. Can chronic pain be a disability you've already been rated for? Like my knees are rated 10% for both. Yes, because uh, Dwayne here, chronic pain is a secondary condition, right? So let's say you're, you're rated 10% for both your knees. You can actually file for chronic pain. And it can be listed underneath that at anywhere of a rate between zero and uh, zero and, uh, and 100%, depending on your rating, right? Again, I know, I know many people who are 100%. Uh, for chronic pain. I know many people who are 30, 50. It all depends on your particular mental health um, capabilities, right? And everything that's going on with you. But that is a great question. Yes. Keep coming. Question. I have 50% disability for PTSD. Can I file for chronic uh, for chronic fatigue um, syndrome? Okay. Okay. Great question. Victor, yes, you can. You can, you can file for chronic fatigue syndrome. Now, that's a difference. This is not chronic pain. This is chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and, uh, and that is a, that is another, that is a separate condition, which is rated completely different than a mental health condition, Victor. So, um, if you have a coach, please reach out to them because it is a completely different process than if you're going for a mental health increase. Great question, Victor. Hey, Victor, real quick. So by the way, if, if you're curious about reading a, a really high value free resource, you can open up Google and I want you to type chronic fatigue syndrome VA rating. Okay, again, open up a, a web browser, a Google, either on a laptop, desktop, mobile device, and go to Google and in the search part type chronic fatigue syndrome VA rating. Um, you'll see one of our posts where we, we break down CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome, in detail. It also discusses fibromyalgia, um, and so I, I highly recommend you take a look at that resource. Awesome. I agree. Let's see here. I suffer from constant headaches, not migraines. Do they rate headaches? So headaches and migraines will be rated underneath the same condition, underneath the same rating. Um, so yes, they would. Um, I would ask that you, uh, you probably look at the best way to service connect, you know, your headaches. Most likely it's going to be secondary. Um, secondary to your already a primary disability due to the medications that you take on a daily basis. That's what we've seen the most, unless you were actually seen for headaches in the military. If you were seen for headaches in the military, then you have a good claim for direct service connection. But if you didn't, you may want to look at secondary service connection due to the medications that you take. But that is an absolutely great question. Yeah, this, this is one we get a lot, Rich, where somebody will say, hey, I'm looking at the general schedule and it only talks about migraines, right? Well, I don't have migraines. I have tension headaches. I have cluster headaches. I have post-traumatic stress disorder headaches. Um, look, there's 150 different types of headaches, according to the Mayo Clinic, okay? Go do your research on that. I already did it for you. Um, again, I'm not a doctor, but 150 different types of headaches, Broken, broken down across multiple disciplines. So 
any type of headache condition can be eligible and rated under the law, right? It really then comes down to symptoms. So how are you going to service connect it? And what are your symptoms? Assuming that you have a diagnosis, of course. Um, um, real quick, I've been getting a lot of questions I'm seeing about irritable bowel syndrome, right? And as a person who's service-connected for irritable bowel syndrome at, at, at 30%, I can tell you that my rating is is based secondary to my lower back condition, right? Secondary to the medication I take every day for my lower back condition. So please, 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 if you have any questions about, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, post them there. Um, again, I myself am 30% for it. I went through this same exact process here with VA Clems Insider to get that 30%. Um, so Again, it's a high value claim. It's secondary. I mean, you can you could technically let's say your knees are at ten percent. You take anti-inflammatory painkiller for your knees. You can service connect irritable bowel syndrome secondary to your knees based based upon the fact that you take those medications every day for your primary disability. So again, awesome. All right, let's keep the questions coming. All right. What if your only doctor at the VA refuses to do a DBQ due to the conflict of interest? That is a great question. Would you know, VA Clemson Decider Elite Program, that's why we're here. Go ahead. And uh, that happened to me. This exact same thing happened to me where I asked my doctor to uh, to write a nexus. Um, and they basically, this is when I was trying to service connect my headaches. And they said, no, they said that they are, they don't have to do that. And technically they don't. I found out that they don't really have to do that. Right. And so um, if I were you, I would, I would keep, uh, I would separate, you know, there's two pillars in the VA. There's the VHA, Veterans Health Administration, and the VBA, Veterans Benefit Administration, two different things, okay? The VHA is going to treat you for all, all those conditions. They're going to treat you for your conditions. They're going to treat you for your health conditions, even if they're not service-connected, okay? VBA is the benefits, disability, GI Bill, stuff like that, okay? So if I were you, I would keep them separate, and if I were you, I would go ahead and reach out to your coach, um, and, um, you, we can look at getting, you know, independent medical opinion, you know, Nexus There's so many things we can look at, but definitely reach out to your coach. Can chronic pain be filed for multiple service connected at once, or should I file for each chronic separately? I would file for multiple service connected. Um, hold on one. So if you're filing for a chronic pain SSD claim, I think what you're asking is, should I file it? Um, let's say you have three conditions. Let's say you have headaches irritable bowel syndrome, and um, lower back condition. And you have all those three conditions are affecting your life in a negative way. And you want to file for all three of those at one time. Um, basically, SSD secondary, should you? My answer to that is yes. You should include SSD underneath all those, sec all, uh, underneath all those conditions. That's a great question. Concur. I downloaded the Migraine Buddy and currently recording that. Yes. Migraine Buddy app. Great resource. Yes, yes. Use that. Use that as evidence in your claim right there. Build that chronicity. Yes. Let's keep it going. Great question. Let's see. Um, Brian, I have x-rays that say that I have bone spurs in my back and my knees. I'm service-connected for 50% for PTSD. Mm -hmm. How can I get this rated? Okay, that is a great question there. So, uh, hey, hey, Rich, I'll, I'll jump on this one only okay. because I actually had this exact situation just happen. So bone spurs in back, neck, knees, feet, joints are very common when there's degenerative issues, right? And, and that typically results from something that happened, an accident, you broke a bone, 
you fell during a training incident. You, you may be like in my case, right. I was a, a college athlete uh, playing for the air force. And so I have a number of degenerative issues that affect me, muscular skeletal type conditions, right? Neck, shoulder, hands, fingers, hips, knees, feet, etc. And a common objective measure that the VA will look at a lot of times is they're going to order x-rays or MRIs of those issues that you're claiming. And the reason they're going to do x-rays or MRIs is they're looking for any objective evidence that might show chronicity, right? That you actually have the condition. And if so, how severe is it? Bone spurs a lot of times are the result of years of wear and tear and bone on bone grinding. Um, And another example here would be plantar fasciitis where you might develop a heel spur as a result of the tearing and ripping of the plantar fascia, right? Which is that uh, super thick band of tissue that runs across the bottom of your feet. It connects your your heel up through your toes. So if you have x-rays, which you do, that say that you've got bone spurs, I think you should look in your service treatment records and see if there's any documentation or evidence that you were diagnosed while you were on active duty. Um, Maybe you just never filed a claim for those and now you want to, right? So you could easily file those for direct service connection, Roscoe, linking them back to your service, as long as there's something in your service treatment records that talks about it. If you don't have something in your service treatment records and you never had issues with your back and knees while you were in the military, you need to be thinking about, is your condition due to your service? Yes or no. Is your condition maybe due to another service-connected disability? So Roscoe, maybe maybe you're already service-connected at 0% for your feet or 0% for your left knee, but now your right knee is bugging you right? 10% for your back, but now your neck is bugging you, right? So those are the secondary linkages that you've heard Rich and I talk about this. Um, I don't necessarily see medically that there would be a link here with back and knees to your mental health condition. Um, So I think, Roscoe, what I would do is I would go look at any benefits, log in, and on the left-hand side, there's a tab called disabilities, click it and go look at what you're already service connected for. Okay. And that, that'll probably help tease out what you should do there. Yeah. And real quick, just to add on that really quick. Um, if you go ahead and you, even if you're seen for it on your exit exam from the military, that still be, it still counts as being seen for it. Right. So don't, don't give up on that. Look in your records, look all the way through those records, your military medical records. They are key. Okay, right here. Let's see. Is chronic pain rating different than an SSD rating or both mental? They're both mental health conditions, right? So SSD has multiple names. SSD can be underneath. um, SSD can be underneath chronic pain, lifestyle impact claim. There's many other names out there, but the technical name is, you know, know, SSD, somatic symptom disorder. It's a great question, Jen. All right, what do we got? Let's keep it going. Get the great questions coming. How do I get my service treatment records every time the archives send me only pieces, not full records? 
It's a great question. Um, what I would do is I would file and I would file um, a freedom of a freedom of information act request in order to get your C file, right? Your C file is your claims file. That is everything that the VA has on you from start from the time you got out of the military until now. Okay, it's gonna take a while. Now this, you know, it, it took me about six, eight months before I got my C file. But I actually, I actually believe that every veteran, whenever they're going through the VA disability process, should request their C file every year. Every year you have a claims open. Every year you have a claim open. Why? Because you get to see everything. Everything that's in your yeah. file is is, and so you absolutely need to go ahead and file to get that C file. I have a question. Shoot. Yes. Yes. Rich. I'm a disabled veteran. I have two questions. It's a two-part question. What is a, v a C file and how do I get it? Yes. Yeah, so that's a great question, right? I hear this a ton, right? What is a C file? A C file is your claims file. Just imagine it is everything that the VBA has on you. It includes your in-service medical records. It includes your uh, it includes your claims decisions. It includes your personnel file while you're in the military. It is everything the VA CMP has. CMP exam on results. CMP, everything is in there, right? That is why it is critical for you to go in there and for you to get that, right? To get that, you file a Freedom of Information Act request. You, you, um, I don't have the form on me right now, but if you search for the form, Freedom of Information Act request, just tell them what you're asking for. When you file for it, you send in that fax. What's crazy is that it'll actually come up in e-benefits as a new claim. And so you'll be able to monitor that that claim. In that. Now, typically, this does take six to eight months, okay? Then you'll get a little CD with everything in there because – you know the process is a little bit is a little bit backlogged. And back in the day, they used to send paper files, right? Literally, people would get boxes and boxes. Now they streamlined it, so you just get a nice CD that has everything that you need in there. Now, where do you send it to? Right, you send your Freedom of Information Act request to the VA Evidence Intake Center, right? What I did is I faxed mine, and then I called them two weeks later to make sure they had it, right? And then I was, oh yeah, it's any benefits, and so that's how I monitored and. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend you get that C file to get you get you the ammunition you need for that fight, right? Because you're going to be able to see everything in there. Yeah, great question, Rich. Uh, yeah, let me let me add just a little bit of narrative. Um, I searched in the background here because I wanted to to have this form uh, front of mind. So the VA actually says there's a couple ways you can do it. You can go to the VA regional office in your state. Okay, now most states, all states have at least one regional office, okay, which is the main location, typically the largest hub. It's typically in one of the larger cities. Okay, so you can actually go in there and speak to somebody. You can go to outpatient records and request a copy. They'll have some forms you can fill out. Um, you'll have to submit what's called VA Form 3288, which is, a, it's nothing more than a request, right? So it's a release consent form to release that information in your individual records. Once that goes in, again, it could take many months for that to actually show up, okay? But that's the most common way is take that form or you can fill out the form when you get there and take it to your VA regional office. Um, I believe you can also just submit it via secure fax to the VA. Um, I've actually heard of people too rich that have called the hotline and spoken with a rep and they were able to initiate the process. 
Yeah, or like yeah, VSO. I mean, there's 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 multiple different ways um, to actually go about this. Uh, this is just the this is just the way that I did it. Now, um, like, like Brian said, yeah, there is there's mul- there are multiple ways. The key thing though is that you actually act on this and do it. Right. That that is key is that you actually act on it and get that C file because that is going to be evidence you can use to like. So I know a lot of people. Hey, my claim got denied. What happened? Well, you got to look at those CEP exam results to see what happened so you can accurately file that high-level review and win that claim. So great stuff. Let's keep the questions coming. This is awesome. If PTSD was awarded based on chronic sleep impairment, depressed mood, can I file secondary condition for sleep apnea using CPAP, depression on medication? So if your PTSD was awarded and you want to actually file for sleep apnea, yes, you can file for sleep apnea secondary to PTSD all day. We, we, deal, though, we deal with those a lot, right? Your typical connection is going to be that your PTSD caused obesity, which then causes, which is a major cause of sleep apnea, okay? Now, you cannot file for depression if your PTSD was already awarded because that would be pyramiding and you can only be rated for one mental health condition. Um, but that is an absolute great question. Let's keep it going. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Let's do, hey, Rich, again, I, I want to be respectful of everybody's time. We've yes. got about four minutes here until we hit the top of the hour. So let's do as many other questions as we can. And then don't forget, even when we're done, keep asking your questions live on Facebook. If you're watching the recording on YouTube, scroll down. You can still comment. We'll try to answer you. Um, and at the same time, we go live almost every day of the week. So this isn't one and done. You're never going to see us again. You're going to see these ugly mugs all over the place. So come on back and join us again. Please. Yes, we're here often, right? This is what we do. So great question. I was originally rated for 20% for chronic back pain. They proved the MRI radiopathy and they rated me again, uh, I believe, with a 20%. Can I file for chronic pain or the step is to request for an increase in already rate? already rated lower back right by five from it's a great question okay 20 percent for lower back what i'm thinking is and you you mentioned right with the nerve damage with the rate of um so you have about you have probably three claims right there that you told me about right you have nerve damage right which is you know bilateral nerve damage right left nerve damage which is a high value claim and you have chronic pain okay so i'm going to recommend that you you reach out and talk to a coach asap because um there's a lot going on here, and I don't want you to miss out on anything. That is my recommendation for you to reach out to a coach there, my friend, because right there I'm seeing three high-value claims for you in just a little bit you've told me. Great stuff. Uh, if I'm at 70% for PTSD, should I even attempt SSD? Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, with, with, with a 70% rating for PTSD, I don't think it benefits you in any way to file for chronic pain. What you could look at, is uh, the possibility of chronic fatigue syndrome, okay? Because that is a non-mental health condition, right? Look at migraines, look at sleep apnea, look at the other high-value claims that are out there, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Clarence, I'll add just one thing is, depending on where the mental health condition is at for you, you already have 70% for PTSD. That's pretty high, right? Which means you've got pretty severe symptoms going on. if you think you meet the higher criteria for PTSD at the 100 level, you could file for an increase. If not, I'd leave it alone and leave it where it is, okay? Um, the VA is not going to rate you for more than one mental health claim, 
So if you already are service connected and rated for PTSD, they're not going to add a secondary claim for somatic symptom disorder because that's also a mental health claim. And so that would be a violation of uh, their legal concept against pyramiding. And what that means is by law, the VA can't pay a veteran for arguably the same symptomatology of two different conditions. Okay, they got to pick one and rate it. So for example, I've got a whole host of mental health issues. I've got PTSD, I've got depression, I've got anxiety, I've got cyclothymia, which is a, a rare mood disorder. It's a, a lesser form of bipolar. Um, I've got ED, I've got, um, goodness, what else is in there? I know there's another one that I'm forgetting about. But the bottom line is I'm only rated for the PTSD. Oh, adjustment disorder. I've got chronic adjustment disorder as well. The VA is not going to rate you for more than one. And with mental health claims, typically your symptoms across multiple diagnoses are, are virtually the same, right? Which means they're indistinguishable. You can't differentiate which symptoms tie to which condition, okay? So again, in your case, I'd either go for an increase in your PTSD if you believe you deserve it by law, and your symptoms are worse. If not, I would look, Clarence, at what other high-value secondary claims can you add to your PTSD, especially if you're taking mental health conditions, or excuse me, mental health medications. So you might have a secondary for headaches. You might have a secondary for irritable bowel syndrome, a secondary for gastroesophageal reflux disease, acid reflux. You may have a secondary for chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, um, who knows? I mean, again, you're, everybody's situation's different, and it depends ultimately on the medical evidence of record and then what you're dealing with today. Yes, and if you got anything out of this live, if you got anything out of Brian and I talking, it's really that you need to act now, okay? You may be losing out on thousands of dollars in benefits, college for your children, I mean, healthcare for your family, Act now. If it's not for you, do it for your significant other. Do it for your family, okay? If you got anything out of this, I know we're coming to an end. I know we got to go. But what I want everyone to do is just, you know, think about it, right? It takes, it takes less than – what do you say it takes to sign up? Less than three minutes to really sign up on the intake process, and you'll get a call, right? It, yeah. It's a phone call, right? And if you talk to a coach and it's not your thing, it's not your thing, right? Yeah. But I guarantee you you're going to find a caring disabled veteran that's going to want to help you. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's literally, it's less than three minutes. You complete step one, go to vaclaimsinsider.com and click start here for free. Okay. You'll go to an intake page. You complete step one, which is your basic information, your first name, your last name, your address. What are you rated for now? What do you think you should have? Did anybody refer you here? And you click go to step two. Okay. In step two, we outline the terms and conditions of the VA Claims Insider Elite Membership Program, okay, which is our, our premier education-based mastermind done with you program. Again, you get a veteran master coach and a veteran coach assigned to you to help lead your strategy. Okay, Once you sign, you digitally sign the agreement in step two. You are literally going to get a message from me within minutes. You're going to get a message from your coach team within minutes. And you're going to get booked for your personal customized VA claim strategy session. 
with all of this is going to happen in less than 15 minutes. Okay. We ain't messing around, right? We ain't messing around. We are here for you because you matter. Your life is important. And guess what? I am so damn sick and tired of disabled veterans being treated like numbers. Numbers. You know, it's like being at the deli. Grab a tag. Now serving number 209 at window number one. That's exactly what happens when you go to the freaking pharmacy. You pull one of those stupid tabs. You sit down. Now serving number 310. Guess what? You ain't a number. You're a person. You're a fellow disabled veteran with a first name, with probably with a middle name and a last name. And you stood and you raised your right hand to defend freedom. You wore the uniform of your country. You served. You deserve. We are going to know your first name. And we are going to treat you like the human being that you are, okay, with the respect that you deserve. Again, let's go. Exactly. Let's go, baby. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to get spirit swapping you. <laughs> oh, thank you again, bro. Hey, this is amazing. Thank you. Hey, jump on this movement, guys. It's serious. This is this is an amazing opportunity. And if anyone needs anything, please keep commenting on here, right? We'll, be, we'll have people on there commenting. Keep commenting. This has been amazing, bro. Thank you for the opportunity, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, fellow vets. We'll talk to you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> See you guys. Talk to you soon.